Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? I am growing this week by being on winter break and just really sinking into my rest era, as the Gen Zers would say. <laughs> You're wintering. I'm wintering. I'm hibernating. I did sleep for like over nine and a half hours last night, which this is every time. This is what my body does. Like when I have a prolonged period of time where I have zero obligations, I sleep for so much longer than I normally do. And which I love to me it. says that you should probably be sleeping that <laughs> way more often. Yeah, a hundred percent. I should be. Um, but it's great. I love, I love this sleep. It's my favorite type. That's amazing. Uh, Sounds great. Yeah. It is. Yeah. What about you? How have you been growing? I think I'm just growing by learning how to, you know, live my life with a tiny human in it because, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I'm at the stage where I'm like, okay, well, I have things that need to be done. And like, there's, you know, not as much support around, which is fine because I've got to figure it out. But mm -hmm. like this morning, I got up, got dressed, actually ran an errand and I didn't make it to all of the things that I wanted to do, but okay. we, we made it out of the house. So okay. that was good. So yeah, just like, you know, learning how to fit little things into her schedule and like mm -hmm. what works best for us throughout the day to, to, you know, hang out, but also get, get things done. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like how much transition happens in like a first year of a baby's life, like not just with them, but also with your family unit is going to mm -hmm. like shift and change and you're going to be making all these yeah, new, new ways of being. Yeah, for sure. I was actually thinking about that when I was looking at the outline for today's episode, because mm -hmm. as much as I don't want to talk about a baby, the whole episode, it's like a huge change that happened this year. So you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> we we really can't avoid it. We I really know. can't. Not for this one. Moving no. forward, I'll I'll try to cut the baby talk a little bit, but not today. <laughs> no, no, we want it. We want it. Um, okay, well, perfect segue. Today we are talking about this year and kind of reviewing how it was. I feel like it snuck up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I loved this year. But I feel like since she was born in October, for me, it, time has flown. Like, I don't yeah. know how we're already at Christmas. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Okay. Well, how would you rate the year on a scale of one to ten? Nine and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> um, which is funny because I do feel like I've spent a fair amount of the year in, like, pain or discomfort. Mm -hmm. But super worth it. So. Yeah, you've Pretty already forgotten. Yeah, and also <laughs> even outside of the baby stuff, the deadline of having her, we got so much done, like around yeah. the house and stuff. That was nice. And I feel like we've seen our families more than normal. And we had some like really fun friend events. So like, all in all, I really feel like this was an excellent year. Yeah, I agree. I would say I would rate mine as like, yeah, around a nine. Wow. Like, this was a good year. Like, Taylor and I got engaged. Yeah. We got to come home a bunch, which even if it was like kind of stressful at times, like we, I feel like we got to see our family and our friends like way more this year mm -hmm. um, than I anticipated. And yeah, we moved into a new space and we love it. We got to explore a new neighborhood, got to go on a couple really fun trips. Like it was 2022 is pretty solid, which honestly, 
the world deserves a good year. It does. <laughs> after, yeah. After 2020 and 2021, like we really deserved it. Well, that's amazing. I'm happy to hear that your year was so good, especially considering you just told me that your last few months of work was rated at a four. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Work is the, we'll get to work. Okay. <laughs> work is in my area of struggle. Absolutely. Gotcha. Um, but if I ignore work, it was a nine. <laughs> <laughs> if I ignore this one giant piece of my life, it's, it was a nine. Um, okay. What would you say this year was about for you? I'm going to go with making space because mm. I feel like at the beginning of the year, we started off with the intention of getting pregnant and it mm-hmm. didn't take very long for that to happen. So mm-hmm. most of the year was us just preparing and like making literal and figurative space for <laughs> yeah a new person in our family. And I think we were pretty successful at it. So that was great. A hundred percent. Oh, I love that. That's good. I was thinking for you a similar along a similar line, like physical growth. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Physical. Yes. Physical growth (laughs) and change for sure. What about Um, you? This is, this is an interesting one because I was trying to think of an answer and I just couldn't come up with one. Like, but what that tells me is that I want to be maybe more intentional for 2023 about like coming up with something to focus on. If not for the whole year, maybe like seasonally. Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'll keep you posted on, on that. I actually just recently saw a journal that I don't remember what the name of it was, but now that I'm saying it out loud with my phone sitting next to me, I'm sure it'll pop up on something. Um, and it's like a day, it asks you a question every day, but it breaks the type of questions down. Um, so for the first like three months, it focuses on self-awareness. And then like every month after that, there's like a focus piece. And I was like, Ooh, maybe I should get that. Like that would be a, a great way for me to maybe like start the habit of journaling, but Mm -hmm. also would just be fun. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. If I find it, I'll, I'll let the pod know. Okay. I, I was listening to, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was an episode of Brene Brown's podcast and they were talking about New Year's resolutions and Mm -hmm. how many times they are shame motivated Mm. and how like when you want to change, shame is not a good motivator. Like it's not effective to actually make a change. And I thought that was really interesting. And it made me rethink like how, like when I want to make a change, what is motivating that, that desire? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I wanted to tell you just because I know that you and Taylor are big on New Year's resolutions. So (laughs) I thought maybe it would be an interesting thing for you, you guys to chat through. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I'll have to look and see if I can find the episode, especially since we're going to be driving up to Seattle soon for Christmas. Yeah. We might listen to it. And I I totally see how that could be true. But And I think that would be interesting for us to like talk through and be like, is this coming from a place of just – yeah, like even if genuine, you, like we want to grow, or is it as deep down we're like, oh, we should be doing this, like we mm-hmm. we're not good enough as we are, type of thing, right? And that's what's pushing us to make changes. Yeah, yeah. Like even if you just did your normal goal setting and then you just reviewed your intentions behind each one, I get I, yeah. The intention piece was what made me think of it. 
yeah, I like that. I'll, I'll have to look into it. Cool. Well, what would you say the shifts that you made this year were, or was there like an area that you really grew? What do you think? Hmm. I, I feel like this year I made some shifts in being like uncomfortable. Like, I feel like I had some times this year or coming into this year where I was like feeling really impatient about things happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I kind of entered this year being just like, you know what? I'm not on a timeline. I'm not like racing anybody. I'm not in competition with anybody. Like, I'm everything's just going to happen the way that it's supposed to happen in my life. And so I feel like I entered this year with a lot of acceptance and kind of carried that throughout, like, especially with planning a wedding. Like I definitely thought that I wanted to get married like really quickly. I didn't want to have like a long engagement and not that I would say I didn't want that necessarily like truly, but I like, we've made no plans Mm -hmm. (laughs) on our, on the (laughs) wedding front. And I just am kind of okay with it. Like I am, I don't care. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Honestly, I feel like letting go of things like that is just like, it doesn't hurt anybody and it just makes you feel better. Totally. And so I think that that's been a a big thing for sure that I didn't really realize until (laughs) talking this with you. So that's been a big one. And then I think even though work is really stressful for me a lot, I, I think I have made shifts in like how I am treating my stress around work. Mm. Um, I feel like last year it was like super impactful to me all the time. And I feel like this year, like I've started going to acupuncture, like I got on a therapist waiting list, like I'm actively doing things. And then also I've been better about just like kind of shutting it off mm-hmm. when I leave. Yeah. Um, And sometimes that's hard, like when I have coworkers that will like text me about things or whatever. And I feel this pull to be like, oh, maybe I should be like engaging in this, like even though it's the weekend or whatever, like maybe I should be checking my email so I can stay on top of these things and think about it a lot. But I just don't want to do that. And so I haven't allowed myself to like cross that boundary that I've set. That's great. So yeah, I guess I secretly have made growth that I just wasn't (laughs) paying attention to. (laughs) We love Um, to see it. Yeah. What about you? I think that one area that I've improved on is in the past with my like physical issues. And, you know, I feel like sometimes when I talk about physical health, it sounds like I have all this these problems, which is not true. If I feel like it's just like a lot of little things happen to me. And in the yeah. past, I have been kind of of the mindset of like, God, this really sucks. Sometimes my body doesn't work the way it's supposed to. And like, mm-hmm. k- kind of just like, I don't know, pity party a little bit. Sure. And I feel like this year, I've shifted a little bit more towards like, I'm going to do what I can now immediately. Because that's the other thing is I would procrastinate trying to f- solve the issue. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to do what I can now and, you know, I can't fix everything. So like, it's fine. Um, yeah. So I've just been handling that better, which I think has been good. Yeah. Um, and the other place that I'm really proud of myself, and it's very similar to your situation with acceptance, is I feel like I finally got into a place where I don't have as many like automatically doubting thoughts, like I'm, I'm doubting myself a lot less. And when I 
do hear the self-doubt in the back of my Mm -hmm. head. I can Mm kind of just be like, it's fine. Like, this is not a thing that I have to worry about. You know, even if it goes wrong, I can handle it. All of those things. Um, So I... Self-doubt in the past has been really big for me and having a lot less of that has been very noticeable, I think. So that's been great. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a part of that growth area is like having a baby and then like, you're like, I can take care of this baby. Like, I don't know. Is that like a Mm -hmm. big confidence booster? I know that you are a baby person anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, being a baby person makes this a lot easier. I think if I were in the same situation and I weren't a baby person, that would be more challenging for sure. But I also think that a lot of it is that I just feel like having her was like, I just feel settled. Like, I feel like where I'm right where I'm supposed to be. So like a lot of the rest of it just doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Oh, that's such a wonderful feeling too. Yeah, it is. To feel feel settled. Well, and I, I know I've heard on like other podcasts for people that have children have talked a lot about how when they had kids, like there's so many of things in their life that they thought were such huge deals that you're like, oh, that just doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it puts everything into perspective for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. A huge shift. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's just get into the struggles of this year because we know that's where the growth happens. So what struggles have you had this year? Anything you're still working through or things that you know that you're going to continue working on in 2023. Yeah. I feel like the physical stuff really was a big deal for me this year because yeah. it was slowing me down so much um, for so much of my pregnancy. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of those things, I, like I said, I did my best to try to help. And, you know, at some point there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. And I think I handled that as best I could, but like, you know, again, at this point it's over. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's nice. And also, you know, hopefully next time it's not like that. <laughs> but now I honestly feel like since she was born, it's just like a whole new set of problems, like a reset on how to f- live my life. So yeah. I wouldn't say that's necessarily a struggle. I think there are struggles in it, but I just think that things change. Like you said, things change so fast and I'm just going to have to learn how to like, adapt and also stay in touch with myself and keep continue to like be able to be productive around the house and things like that. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we just started over, so it's hard to tell what, yeah. what I'm str- really struggling with right now besides probably lack of sleep because yeah, you know, cause that's just the name of the is. game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What about you? I love the way <laughs> that you just said that in such a mom voice. <laughs> well, I'm just bracing because I know it's not fun. It's not a fun answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. I feel like outside of – oh, gosh. Well, maybe in inside of work, I feel like a struggle this year or something that's like come up at least in this like first fall semester is that I – really struggle with being challenged, which I guess maybe I knew about myself, but I had kind of forgotten about it, or maybe it just hasn't happened much at work. And so, and I don't even mean it in a way of like, you know, me doing something or, and somebody like getting super mad at me about something or whatever. It can be something really small, but like 
something somebody to question what you're saying. Yeah, totally. Or just like have a different opinion Mm -hmm. about something. Like I take that really personally and, and also just learning that like uh, an area that I need to grow in, especially in work is like speaking up for myself or um, not being afraid to voice my opinion on something because I'm nervous that somebody might have a different one and knowing how that might make me feel like shying away from that because I don't want to put myself in a space where people don't know what I'm capable of or like mm. what my abilities are. Like, cause if I'm quiet in meetings and that type of thing, like they aren't going to know necessarily, yeah. um, which then just like, you know, can snowball into other things. But yeah, I just, I am not good yet at kind of like speaking up for myself or like saying like, hey, I can do X, Y, Z. Yeah. Being confident in what you know and then being okay with whether when people don't want to take your advice or, you know, use your knowledge. Exactly. And so that's that's definitely going to be an area for me to focus on in 2023. Mm -hmm. And then... The another big one, this one was probably the most impactful, I would say for me this past year was like friendship anxiety. And I think okay. it's because this was the first kind of normal year oh, yeah. as close to normal as possible that happened um, since I moved here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with COVID that happened six months after I moved outside of North Carolina and everybody was inside. So I wasn't missing out on anything. Mm -hmm. Like I was zooming with everybody and talking on the phone, but that's what everybody was doing. So it wasn't like I had to wrestle with missing out on things. Yeah. And so this year I did. And like, you know, like I said, we got to come home a lot for like big stuff, which was really fun and awesome. But I think I found myself, especially like in the fall and that was probably because work also was kind of sucking. And so Mm, (laughs) I was just, I was just, yeah, it snowballs. And so it just like little things just like, you know, Oh, like, Oh, they went and grabbed, you guys are grabbing dinner or like, Oh, you're grabbing, you're watching a movie or like whatever. Like, of course, like doing, and it wasn't coming from a place of like, Oh, I'm mad that I'm not there or whatever. Anything like that. A little sad. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I, I think it was the first time that I've questioned moving. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And not not in like a serious way of like, oh, I made the wrong choice. But mm-hmm. it was the first time that I even had that thought, yeah. like a passing thought of like, oh, like, did I, by making this choice, did I put myself in a position to not be like an important part of my friend's lives or like. Am I missing out on all these huge like points of connection and like that's not going to be something I can ever get back. And yeah. so I think I just went through a couple months where I just was thinking about it like all the time oh, and like reading so into situations of like, oh, are they mad at me or like, am I not important anymore? Which I know is like, you know, the logical part of me is like, that's not true. Like, I know that you're just <laughs> like your brain is just telling you these things. Yeah, that's absolutely not true. But I'm sorry that you yeah. feel that way because that is really hard. <laughs> I know it was it was really it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really know. I definitely like have snapped out of it for sure. And I don't really know what it was that kind of helped me. I think maybe it was just me 
at some point coming to talk, having to talk with my brain and being like, we have to stop because like the reality is like, you don't live in North Carolina anymore. And also the reality is, is like, you have really great relationships with all of your friends that live there. I mean, I feel like (laughs) almost all of us have been to Portland to see you. You have, I know. And I wouldn't do that for just anybody. (laughs) Yeah, truly. And that, um, when Taylor and I were talking last night about the outline and I was just like asking him some of these questions, we were talking about how lucky we are that like we've had, we've gotten to come home to North Carolina several times this year, but we've also had a lot of visitors in the last two years. Like Mm -hmm. we've had so many people come out and visit and like that is not a small feat at all to, to fly across the country. And it is so special. And like we, just yeah, we're so lucky. We have such good friends. Yeah, um, but definitely there are pros and cons to moving away for sure. Mm-hmm, definitely. So yeah, so that's that was a struggle this year, and I'm sure something that will roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's probably going to be a, a work in progress forever. Yeah, for sure. You do get to have a lot of new experiences that we don't get to have. So. That's true. If you guys all just like move to Portland, then like we could fix this. If you just want to follow me around <laughs> wherever I decide to move. <laughs> yes, we're just going to be your uh, uh, traveling backup dancers. It's, uh, that would be. It's the Anna show and we're just here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And finally, we're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. <laughs> uh, yeah. But something to something to always work on. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with me. You're welcome. I even us, almost I started to cry a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I could hear it. My voice. I was like, whoa, I need to check myself right now. I'm getting a little I been, emotional. I, it's really sad to say, but I would have been so happy to see that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, cry, 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 I don't cry. I know that cry. I've ever seen you cry. Ever. Oh, definitely haven't. <laughs> I think there's, a, it's a really small number of people who can say that probably. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about okay well do you want to talk about hopes for next year or do you want to do our faves and then talk about hopes yeah let's do faves first okay okay so favorite show of 2022 (sighs) okay i'm gonna be honest i watch a lot of tv um and i don't know if this is just recency bias but the That's show the Wednesday. Oh, have not heard a single thing so, about that show. Okay, you guys have to watch it. It okay. was so good. Even Taylor loved it. Like literally, after we finished it two days later, he was like, oh, "When can we rewatch it?" Wow. Okay, definitely gonna watch that then. Loved it. It's really funny. It's very well done. It's got a mystery. It's also a coming of age, which is like my favorite genre. And also, White Lotus season two was so good um i feel like i didn't even know what white lotus was until season two came out and everybody's talking about it like i'd never heard of it before recently yeah i feel like it's definitely getting way more buzz in season two but i also thought season two was better than season one okay interesting Um, i saw somebody post that white lotus is like a panic attack in a tv show and i was like (laughs) well i don't want to watch that so that's it kind of i kind of wrote it off i'm like i'm not doing that (laughs) that's really funny um, I don't disagree, but <laughs> I, it's just like everything feels kind of uncomfortable and you're just like, what is happening? Like, this is all crazy, but it's, uh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. What about you? What's what's your favorite show of 2022? Um, okay. <laughs> well, I have not watched a lot of TV this year, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, well, first of all, I've been, I've just now started watching the Megan and Harry documentary series. I haven't started it yet. How is it? So good. Okay. So good. I, I love a documentary. Surprised. So like, yeah, you know, take that with a grain of salt if that's not your thing. But yeah, I feel like you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, some different people's perspectives that are not them, which was nice. Okay. okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad they did it, honestly. Okay. Uh, I'm excited. But then I feel like after that, probably my MVP for the year was Magnum PI, which <laughs> is <like laughs> really old. And honestly, it's not even that good. But I like, okay, so, you know, I was a big Murder, She Wrote fan once I, I found that show. I love yes. Murder, She Wrote. Yes. And so I was looking for, when I was, especially my first trimester, I was wa- rewatching Murder, She Wrote because it was like an easy thing to watch and I didn't have to pay attention. And like, mm-hmm. Angel Lansbury is the greatest of all time. And uh-huh. I was looking for a show that was like kind of like that. And Magnum P.I. was the only thing I could come up with. So they actually did a crossover episode between those two shows, which was fun. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, Tom Selleck is funny. Because like, especially in the first season of Magnum P.I., it's just like him kissing a different woman every episode. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I really enjoyed it. So we'll, okay. we'll call that my favorite for 2022. Have you ever watched Matlock? No, I actually went to look to try to watch Matlock and I like couldn't find it on anything. Okay. I was a big Matlock girl back in the day. Okay. I watched it a lot. Yeah. Um, I'll to check it out. Okay. Matlock, if you're out there, let us know where we can stream your show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite movie? Um, we did just watch Slumberland, which is a kid's movie, but it has um, Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights in it. Okay. And also jason momoa and chris o'dowd in it okay um and it's about this little girl and like her dreamland and it was really good i was like surprised at how good it was i think it's on netflix um okay and it's called slumberland slumberland yeah okay i'll have to check it out i don't even think i've heard of it yeah jason momoa is like a dream character and he's really funny in it so okay okay would recommend what about you? Okay, I had two. One uh, was Coda. Okay. Which is on, I think it's on Apple Plus. And Coda stands for Child of Deaf Adults. And so it's about this girl who her parents and her brother are deaf, but she's not. And she wants to be a singer. Is that the one um, that won all the awards? Yes. Okay. It's very good. Yeah. Um, definitely emotional. Did you uh, cry? Uh, yeah, 100%. Wow. <laughs> so basically, I need to watch a movie with you and then I'll yes. see you cry. Yes, yes. Um, and then entirely like a different type of movie on Netflix called Do Revenge. Hmm. Never heard of that um, one either. Ugh. Bracey. <laughs> I'm not I'm good at movies, a, okay? I'm going to give you a movie challenge for 2023. I mean, we could. We did a book challenge one year. One time. That I challenge. don't think either of us finished. <laughs> We did not, um, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because I did read Outlander, which was the by far the longest book. Yes, and I did read the it. Best one. I, well, I can't say that for sure because I haven't read the third one yet, but I still have it on my Goodreads list. I'm going to read it eventually. <laughs> and so, yeah, do revenge. It's on Netflix. It has uh, Maya Hawk 
and Camilla Mendez, who was in Riverdale or mm-hmm. is still in Riverdale. And they agree to like go after each other's bullies. Ooh. Oh, man. It was just so unexpected. I did not guess how it was going to end. It was it was very good. I feel so, like that I, that's Slumberland was that for me. I had no expectations and then it was good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the key. That's the key. You go in with expectations <laughs> and then it's not that good. You're like, God, right. that was a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about your favorite book? I think this is a toss-up between Atlas of the Heart and um, What Happened to You, Oprah's What Happened to Ooh. You. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to read that. They were both year. really good. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, What Happened to You would be a great one for you working with children, for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. What about you? Mine was I'm Glad My Mom Died. I don't think I've heard of that one either. That seems surprising. Hmm. Um. It's by Jeanette McCurdy. Mm-hmm. She was like a Nickelodeon star. She was oh, on yeah. I remember Zoe her. 101, maybe. It is so good. Like, I ate it up. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. It's – she's very funny in it, but it also is like talking about like a very serious topic about like her eating disorder and like growing up in – As a in, child like, star. Nickelodeon yeah. and as a child star. It's fascinating. fascinating. Yeah. 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 Highly, well, highly recommend. I think I would like that. I'm sure. Yeah. You would. All right. What was your favorite app of the year? I say this with absolutely no shame at all, but my favorite app this year was TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like my winner is always Instagram, but this year I actually have a different one to at least talk about. And I have a I have a guess at what your, your favorite app is. Okay. What would your guess be? Okay. Let's say it on this at the same time on the count of three. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Family notion. Nope. Yeah, it's new. I don't even think I've told you about it. Okay, dish. All right. So we, when Delaney was born, were texting pictures to like everybody who wanted to see them, which quickly got very old because I was like, has, have you sent this to this person? And like, have we sent this person a picture in a couple days? All these, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a lot to keep up with. And everybody wants, you know, everybody wants to see. Of course, they want to see this cute, cute baby. Yeah. But I also don't want to feel pressured to like for them to respond. Like I don't, you know, I'll send it to you, but I don't need a response. So Mm -hmm. I found this app called Family Album where we can upload pictures and, you know, depending on the person's notification settings, they get a notification when we do that. So... At first, I was uploading like once a day. Now it's more mm-hmm. like every other day, every three days. But okay. it keeps them up to date on the pictures. And if they don't want the notification every time, they can just go in and see the pictures of her when they want to. And That's nice. Yeah. I, I just do it one time and everybody in the family gets a notification, which is amazing. That's so helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really been great. Can Big they fan. also upload pictures? I think if you change your settings, you can. But I don't have it set that way Honestly, I don't think there's like there's not a lot of other people taking that many pictures of her yeah. to begin with. Like if maybe if we had another primary caregiver like with her all day that we would do yeah. that, but it's not been necessary so far. Okay. Cool. Um okay, what about your favorite purchase? I was trying to think about this. Well, I can't think of a good answer. I have a hard time with this one every year cuz I'm like, what did I even buy? But and I actually, this is funny because I don't, we didn't even actually buy this. <laughs> Seb's company has like a point system where you like give people 
feedback or like you know kudos or whatever and oh, it get, okay. he gets points he gets to accrue points for those things sure and when we had enough he cashed them in for one of the fancy dysons and that thing is wonderful that wait a second he could cash in points for a dyson he cashed in points for a dyson and he's since gotten enough points that he got us a bissel wet back so that i can do like the rugs like clean the rugs this is an incredible system. I know. I'm really happy what? about it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm really happy about it. <gasps> Holy cow. So, yeah, maybe not a purchase, but our best a- acquisition of the year was definitely the new vacuum. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? That. Okay. I got us a heated blanket for our bed. Oh. Because we live in, like, an old house, and so heating this place, I... I don't know actually what the bills are. I should probably know off the top of my head how much they cost, but I'm just like, it seems like it would be a lot <laughs> to heat the house. So I'm just going to um, get a heated blanket. And so we got a heated blanket and I love it so much. I want everyone to have one if they are not afraid of being warm when they sleep. Cause some people don't like that. They are I afraid mean, to get that would make me sweat for sure. It probably also, would, but if your house is cold and then this is what I liken it to. It's like, have you ever walked on heated floors? Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. Okay. That's what it's like because I almost it, almost every night I'll get up to pee. And then when I come back into the bed, it's like perfectly warm. Interesting. Ugh, I love it so much. <laughs> I do think that my anxiety would have a hard time with that one because it would be like this is a fire hazard right <laughs> this might catch on fire we yeah. never leave it on when we're not there okay yeah if it caught on fire we would know pretty quick i mean you're I right think. you're right <laughs> Our i also toes would we, disappear i forget this all the time but we bought that bed jet which is like oh yeah it's a fan inside of your bed that that's right I, we I got it because that. i was worried about like postpartum being hot which yeah didn't end up working out because when I was hot, but when you're sweating and you have a fan blowing on you, it makes you cold because you're wet. So not the best for that. So you need a heated blanket and the fan. You need both on at the same time. No, I just needed to stop sweating. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say that there, um, the few times that I've had situations where like my feet were really cold, I turned on the bed jet to the heat setting. So we should just use that more often. It's really lovely. Okay. Yeah. I, I think so. That's great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell me about your favorite podcast of the year. Okay. Well, besides ours, um, I would say I had two. One um, was Drama Queens, which is the One Tree Hill rewatch podcast that is done by Sophia Bush, Hillary Burton, and Bethany Joy Lins, who played Peyton, Brooke, and Haley. Mm-hmm. One Tree Hill was a giant part of my like middle school high school college experience nostalgia it really is and i love the three of them they have such good chemistry together Mm -hmm. um and it's so fascinating hearing about like their behind the scenes experiences of filming these episodes and especially because their boss was like really horrible um and so it's interesting to like so you're getting the drama like i'm getting the drama years later or something like that from the queens yeah yes and I just love it. It makes it's like a such a wonderful part of my week is listening to a new episode. That's great. And then my honorable mention is for Race to Thirty Five, which is under the Armchair Umbrella. And 
it's Monica and then this girl named Liz. And they uh, went through the process of freezing their eggs. Oh, interesting. Um, and it's just been – I haven't finished it yet, but I ha- am loving it. It's just super fascinating because I don't know anything about that process. And so they – it's I think it was like a 10-day thing. And so they recorded an episode every day that they did it. But then they also are interviewing people. So like an LGBTQ plus lawyer that like specializes in parenthood and that in that way and um, people who have struggled to get pregnant and all that stuff. It's really interesting. Yeah. So – well, for those of you out there who are about our age in your 30s, I've been rec- personally recommended freezing your eggs. So something to consider for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's a, it's an interesting like look on it if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. I feel like um, that's not something that people talk about much, but yeah. it can be a real game changer for especially for people who, you know, want to get pregnant later and are yeah. not prepared yet. Yeah, definitely. Okay. What about you? What's your, what's your favorite podcast this year? Okay. I think overall, like top level podcasts would probably be Cheat Codes with P the Fairy, um, which is probably not for everybody. But I, on an episode level, really enjoyed both the episode on Dare to Lead with Simon Sinek and Adam Grant. And then also the episode on We Can Do Hard Things with Liz Gilbert. Those actually, I think that was a two part, but those are both really excellent episodes. So, okay. would recommend both well, of those. I'm gonna write them down. The one with Adam Grant and Simon Sinek and Brene Brown was really great because it was basically like she called them up, like they're all friends. She called them up and was like, I have some questions. Would you come on the podcast for us to just like talk about them? And mm-hmm. they were kind of talking about returning to work and the way things have changed and things like that. And I found that to be really um, interesting, just the dynamic, because it wasn't a podcast where they had like a pre-recorded topic. And actually, Adam and Simon had no idea what they were talking about before they went into the episode. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I really like Adam Grant. He's been interviewed a few times on Armchair Expert. Yeah. Um, He's he's super smart and interesting. mm -hmm. His work is really impressive. I think Simon is the same way as well. Um, but the the three of them, the dynamic was interesting and fun. I, I bet. Yeah. And Liz Gilbert is always a joy. So do you ever listen to We Can Do Hard Things with uh, Abby Wambach and Glennon Doyle? I've listened to a few, but it's not like on my regular rotation. Yeah. It's not something that I listen to every single time, but when they have a guest that I really like, I tend to listen. They're, you know, they're fun, the two of yeah. them. Plus her sister's on it too. Is Liz Gilbert, is she the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. She's done, she's written several other things, but she's also had a really interesting life. And in this episode, two part series, she talked a lot about, um, she left her husband for her, um, best friend of many years, from what I understand, who was a drug addict and she ended up relapsing and like she got sick and ended up relapsing because she was like i'm gonna die anyways what does it matter and liz ended up leaving her like i can't do this i can't watch you do this to yourself Um, so she talks a lot about that it was really it was really cool to listen to okay yeah i'll check those out those both sound great all right what would you say your favorite trip or experience was this year i feel like i had several like the the birthday parties like our friend Cam's 30th, like surprising him 
was super fun. And mm-hmm. then Hannah's 30th birthday when we got to like organize the party and do the decorations, like that was super fun. But I think the the top has to be Banff. It just Oh yeah. That's I mean, yeah. hard to beat. It was just stunning. Like A, it was like a fun trip. Taylor and I got to go somewhere new together, which we love to do. And it was to celebrate his 30th. Mm-hmm. Um but it just was such a beautiful place. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. It was just stunning. So that was really fun. Nice. Well, we didn't do that much traveling this year. We went on a couple trips, but I'm just going to go with my favorite experience being having a baby. <laughs> because <laughs> having her, yeah. deliver- birthing her was hard. Having yeah. her is wonderful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely top life experiences. I mean, sure. yeah, I don't I <laughs> I don't know if anything will ever top that. Oh, and she's just so cute. Big fan. Wow, what a year. I know. It was a good year. It really was. Um, are there any like things that you know that you want to set resolutions for? Do you have any hopes for next year? What do you what do you think about 2023? I'm feeling good about 2023. Me too. I think it's going to be good. Um, a couple of things. One, as always, my resolution is going to be to do a pull up just because okay. it's going to be my resolution One year every year until I do it. Yeah. <laughs> you will eventually do it. <laughs> I will eventually do it. Um, so we're going to put it at the list on the list this year. Okay. Another one is that I'm planning on getting married this year. Not That's sure. That's a great resolution to have. <laughs> <laughs> not sure when, not sure how, not sure. Not sure of anything right now, but our plan is to get married this year. I love that um, plan. <laughs> yeah, that's as far that's as far as we've planned so far. And then, um, kind of the the more the big one that we're going to focus on this year is consistency around weekly check ins. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah, it's something that we have like had on our schedule and like we talk about what it'll look like and all that stuff, but we haven't actually like started them yet. But I think they'll, I think it's going to be like life changing. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. We went to a winery that's really close to us last weekend and kind of did like a pseudo, well, and kind of did a little mini check-in. Mm-hmm. And so I think to help us stay motivated to do it, we're just going to go to like a winery. Yeah, make it fun. That's a every, great idea. <laughs> yeah, like every week. Um, and just kind of talk about like, how is mental load this week? Like, where are we at with our budget this week? Yeah. Um, I love yeah, that. And check-in questions on our relationship and all that stuff. So I think it's going to be amazing. And yeah, if we make it fun and we go get some wine while we're doing it, we're going to be so much more inclined to do it. Yeah. Maybe I'll steal that a little bit. I don't think it's sustainable at this point for us to do it weekly, but we could maybe do that like once a month, like have a yeah. fun little day out and like do a check-in. That's nice. Yeah. I like it. Sounds great. Okay. What about you? What about intentions, hopes for next year? Well, I think generally I'm just hoping that we'll, you know, enjoy our time with a baby. Yeah. Um, my brother's getting married in the spring, so that'll be fun. And I would love to take a bigger trip next year. So like, I guess that's one goal. Um, yeah. and other than that, I feel 
really ready to get back into exercise in a way that I haven't in a long time. But right now I'm a little bit struggling with even the thought of how to do that and Mm -hmm. like how to work it into my day because it seems a little bonkers at this point, especially because she's still not on any type of schedule. So yeah, it's not like I can be like, oh, she's going to nap around two and then I'll go for a run, you know? Right. Um, so outside of, I'm just, I'm trying to keep up with the walking because I feel like that's the way I can kind of handle it in the short term, but I would, I think I would really like to start lifting weights again. So that's a goal. Don't know that's awesome. when that's going to happen, but we're going to work towards it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's great. I also found out that they're opening a float spa near <laughs> our house, which I love floating. For those of you who are not familiar, it's like a magnesium bath kind of in this big pod that you like shut yourself in. So it's like totally yeah. dark. It's warm water. And because of the salt, you like float to the top. It's really very relaxing. And I found out they're putting one near our house. Not not super close, but like the one that I had gone to in the past was at least 30 minutes away. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love doing this. It's just not sustainable for me to continue to do it. Yeah. So I do think that floating will be part of my self-care for 2023. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I haven't done that yet because I think I would love it. It is so wonderful, truly. It's just so relaxing. It's dark and warm and they play like music in the background Mm -hmm. and the place that we have, like, it's like, I don't know if it's a local chain or a national chain, but they have this like oxygen bar that you can try afterwards where you, that's flavored oxygen. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. what it, wow. I don't even know what it's supposed to do, but it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a fun experience. That's all. Mm-hmm. I would almost, I feel like floating is up there with massages for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm going to maybe I'm going to add that to my 2023 goal list is to try it at least once. I feel like you should try a couple of different self-care things on your like trying to recuperate yeah. from work list. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll add that. Add that in. Love it. All right. Well, we would love to hear about how this year was for you or if you have any goals or resolutions or intentions for 2023. And also we just can't believe that this podcast is two and we really appreciate you all sticking with us and um, checking in every other week. So send us an email at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at likeheartedpod. Talk to you soon. Bye.